0: I invite you to join me in On Fire with Linda Fields. It's a movement designed to calibrate, validate, and activate men and women like you who love God, putting your God-inspired passions and plans into action to carry out your callings in all seven spheres of influence. That's business and economy, government, education, family, arts, media, and church. On Fire with Linda Phils exists to help you complete your God-given assignments with a community of kingdom connections. Whether it's increasing your current sphere of influence or changing paths to walk into your purpose, if you want to set the world ablaze through Christ's power, join the movement at www.onfire.global. Hey everybody, it's Linda Phils here, and I'm so excited to be here with my new friend Addison Williams. Welcome, Addison.
1: Hey, Linda. It's great to be here. Thank you for the invitation.
0: You know, you never know who you're gonna meet at one of Donna's meetings, my new friend in Dallas, where I where I met you just a couple of weeks ago. And I sensed it was one of those divine appointments and couldn't wait to get you know better, get to know you better and ask you a few questions about your story today. So is that okay with you?
1: That sounds great, Linda. Like I said before, I love questions and telling stories.
0: (laughs) Well, that's what we're gonna do here um addison what i know of you is that you set out to have a career with or to start with college baseball as a major part of your life and become a deputy marshal and that's an interesting twist and <laughs> along the way i understand god had a few other plans he kind of does that doesn't he
1: he does absolutely
0: and uh, we want to hear uh, just about what those interesting turns were and what happened as God led you into your life purpose where you are today. But take us back to the baseball days and and catch us up. Uh,
1: I'd love to, Linda. Uh, baseball has always been a huge part of my story. It was something that I grew up. I grew up playing baseball, and I counted it up one time, and I played competitive baseball for about 17 years of my life. So when I say baseball is important. Uh, It very much is. And so I come from a family that has individuals uh, that are in law enforcement uh, and uh, or are armed forces. So the the justice system has always been close to me uh, in different ways. And my brother uh, actually is in law enforcement. And so growing up, I was literally following in his footsteps Uh, So combined law enforcement, criminal justice with my love for baseball, uh, coming into my junior and senior year of high school, I knew that I really wanted to pursue both. And so I ultimately uh, self-recruited myself. Uh, I beat down the door of of college coaches and I landed uh, a position with Mountain View Junior College here in Dallas, Texas, which I'm born and raised in North Texas. And so I uh, played a year there. Uh, but one thing that I knew is because I was graduating early, I had to do a little bit more emphasis on recruiting myself. And so uh, sending letters to colleges, calling college coaches to say, hey, I'm graduating with my associate's degree early. So I'll have about three years of eligibility and be able to play it at, at the university level.
0: I love and your so- term. I'm going to borrow that self-recruiting. I mean, if that's not the spirit (laughs) of an entrepreneur, I don't know what is. So kudos to you for coining that phrase. I don't know if you're the first, but I've not heard it before.
1: Well, there you go. I'm happy to share. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And so uh, for me, criminal justice was something that I always wanted to pursue. And there were specific colleges that had that Uh, career path because I wanted to be a deputy marshal and uh, certain colleges have what they call a co-op program to where your senior year uh, you can enter into the co-op program and then ultimately it's an open door into the academy to press into your career rather quickly and so fast forward I played baseball uh, collegiately for four years and right as I was entering into my uh, junior year summer, the federal government actually cut the funding for the co-op program due to some circumstances right behind closed doors. They made that decision. And then right after that, uh, they, they paused hiring for all federal agencies. And so that made me reevaluate my plans. Uh, I talked about a lot of different options, but ultimately I decided to finish out my spring semester of college baseball. And then I actually entered into the master's program of criminal justice because I um, I was asked to become the graduate assistant for the criminal justice department. So I stayed an extra two and a half years at Northeastern State University where I played baseball and then completed my master's degree. Fast forward to that, uh, senior year, the federal agencies were still on a hiring freeze, and uh, some different circumstances. I just said, "Hey, maybe this isn't my dream that I'm I'm pursuing." So, uh, in 2015, I actually moved back home, got married, and then a career path completely changed the trajectory. Yes. Um, keeping it spiritual, I got plugged into prison ministry, and I felt like that's where my heart actually. Really felt called to do and be at that time and that season of my life. So uh, it was very important to me. And ironically, I went to work full time for my junior college baseball coach and I worked for him for about two and a half years. And then uh, felt the heart tug that it was time to connect my faith and work. And that is really what transitioned me into the nonprofit space. And I've been there for about the past five and a half years.
0: Well, that's amazing. That's an amazing journey. You know, one of the things that's standing out to me, Addison, as I listen to you, is how God meets us at every juncture or pivot point. And sometimes it feels like a positive and sometimes it feels like a dead end. But either way, God always has that next step for us and i think that god's looking for people that stay in the conversation with him to find out what he has for them it's not always a one and done announcement right <laughs> <laughs> so how did that college experience um uh, shape who you are today out of all the ups and downs how, what would you say that did for you or how did it impact you today
1: it's a great question my High school math teacher, algebra teacher, actually gave me my first FCA Bible, uh, which stands for Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And yeah. so, uh, throughout high school, I was involved in FCA, and that was actually a pivotal um, aspect of my collegiate journey as well. As a student athlete, uh, being on a team competitively for seventeen years—that's a big part of your life. And so, uh, team community. Those are two aspects that I hold to very dearly. And so that's also why I work full time at Faith Driven Entrepreneur now. And I do have a podcast specifically focusing on uh, student athletes sharing their journey through and in Christ. Uh, so, this aspect of community is very big to me. I love being on a team that has a bigger goal and where everybody comes together to work toward that goal. And so also one of the things that's personal to me as well is i i coined it the underdog story okay. uh, because i did have to self recruit myself and put myself out there and so i want to empower other individuals to be successful as well because not only did i play baseball as a player but I also coached a number of years in teams and so When everybody comes together for a central focus, a lot of really good things happen. And that's one of the biggest thing that fuels not only my view of success, but also helping others interact with that and reaching their own goals. It's very important to me.
0: Well, I can see that in the way that you're describing that for us today, Addison. And I would just say a hearty amen to that. It is fascinating how God has made us to work together. And many people in the business world or in the marketplace at large feel very alone in their journey because they don't have a community to talk to or pray with or process with on the spiritual side of things. And one of the things uh, you'll find out about me is I'm always bringing the spiritual and the practical together in every way with uh, how we plan our day, our life, our year, how we execute meetings how we execute projects and just it's um it is a sad thing that there's become so much separation for believers about not understanding the connection between the spiritual and the practical god made us to function in both arenas simultaneously and really seamlessly so that there's no division i'm always telling people there's no safe, secular sacred divide Mm-hmm. And I cut my teeth on uh, a business that we had as a, a sporting goods store, which you would have enjoyed coming to <laughs> San Marcos years ago. It was our first business and we had a silkscreen shop that uh, we did lots of, of uh, Southwest Texas shirts and uniforms in that little shop. And uh, just that whole time, we found God working in the midst of all our our college employees, which actually at that time, we were just a couple of years older than they were. But it was the the faith and the work together that made it all so special. And I love that there are so many initiatives, like the one you're full-time involved with now with faith-driven entrepreneurship, uh, as I understand it. And so... Uh, tell us, how, how did you actually jump into that space? I've heard uh, the baseball part, the college part, the uh, desire to be involved with justice. And, and so then here you are in the prison, right? <laughs> doing ministry. I mean, God can, he can put you anywhere when you keep your heart alive to him. That's what I see about you as I'm listening today. But just tell us specifically, why are you in the faith work? Arena or space? Now, why is that where you landed?
1: It's a great question, Linda. I'm <clears throat> I'm still young, and Me too. I, <laughs> exactly like don't forget it. <laughs> we're, we're both young, but one thing that I one thing that I realized whenever I was thinking through, what am I going to do with my life? Right, which it's always a loaded question. One of the Questions is always, how, where do you see yourself in 5, 10, 15 years? It's basically on in every interview. Uh, the thing that I always go back to whenever I'm, whenever I hear that question or whenever I'm talking about, well, what's your career path or what do you want to do? At the end of the day, what I want to do is make impact. And it's not so much that I'm arrogant in, in that regard, it's just the fact that whenever I look at what do I want to do with my life? It's literally this: It's being able to wake up and say, "I enjoy what I do." And life happens fast i've I've blinked, and it's you know, I was playing baseball nine years ago, and right. so it's one of those things that happened so quickly that whenever I was looking at a transition into a new career, mm-hmm. it was that I wanted to do something that was not only meaningful to me but meaningful to others and also something that i really enjoyed doing and what i found is going through college and piecing it together besides the community and that aspect i i love telling stories and being involved in helping other people reach their goals and so in the past uh, jobs and occupations that I've had over this past few years. Uh, I've worked in the nonprofit space, not so I can say, oh, I work for a ministry, but more so every day I wake up, I give value to people. And it's it's exactly what you said. It's There's no divide, right? If you If you say that you're a Christian or a believer, you can go to church on Sunday and you can most certainly carry that throughout the week. And so for a job, I've just been able to intertwine that and say, yeah, there's a place for somebody to teach at schools or be a police officer. I have high respect for those positions. But for me specifically, I've been able to find value and land jobs that are impactful in a sense of being able to take my faith to work myself, but also encourage others to live out their faith in different avenues of life. So that's really the journey that I went on for the past five years, it's just this idea of I wanted my heart to be fulfilled with not only a job to pay the bills, but also the fact that, man, I've actually been able to do something that has to do with my faith. And that's really cool to me.
0: Wonderful. Well, how did your podcast come about? And tell us uh, all about it, what it's called, where we can find it, what kind of stories we might find there.
1: So my podcast is actually a passion project that has been on my heart for a long time. Whenever I was coaching for TCS Postgrad, which is the job that I landed right outside of college, I was actually leading devotionals for uh, the baseball players uh, as as I was coaching. And it really came to me then. And I was actually sitting with one of my players at the time. He was a pitcher. And we were talking baseball and we were talking faith. And I said, you know what, Blake, this is something that's been on my heart. I want to create a community for athletes to come together. And I didn't know what it looked like. But that night he said, coach, I've got you. And so he actually drew the logo that you see today. And that was a number of years ago. That was in 2015, 2016. So About five or six years ago, I just had it on my heart and then I attended a conference earlier this year and I said, this is when I need to press go. I felt the Holy Spirit continue to enter into conversations and friends that I was speaking with and it just all aligned. Um, God was there every step of the way. So I launched it earlier this year. And ultimately, it's a podcast that enables Christian athletes to share their stories. Um, It's one of those things where I love to hear the journey of people, and that's the nature of the podcast. Athletes coming on with me, I walk them through the path of uh, collegiate life as a student-athlete, And then wherever the faith aspect enters in, we just amplify that and show people, hey, it's okay to be who you are. The journey is in and through Christ, and that's what I love to share.
0: And so it's actually called uh, Prospects of Christ?
1: Prospects of Christ, yes. And we're on Spotify, Anchor, Apple, the the main podcasting. And then also one, one cool spin that I do, I actually record it and put it on YouTube so that there can be faces and names with the stories being shared.
0: So is your YouTube channel by the same name?
1: It is. Yes.
0: Awesome. I cannot wait to check that out. Addison, this has been a pleasure today to just get an inside look at your life and how God's so uh, carefully led you from step to step. I want to encourage you in the journey to uh to do just exactly what you're doing with all of your heart. And there's no telling where this will end up as you uh, advance in your career and and in your calling. It's definitely a journey. And your story encourages us that when turns in the road come, it's not a bad thing at all. It just means God has a new chapter for us or a new direction and that we need to continue pressing in for that. I really appreciate that about you.
1: Well, thank you, Linda. It's a pleasure to visit with you.
0: Awesome. On OnFire.Global is a movement made of men and women who understand that past plans won't work for the future. We're in a new time and a new place that requires us to fan the flames of vision to a whole new level, going all in with God like never before. So fire up your purpose, come find your people, and frame up your plans to set the world ablaze together with me at www.onfire.global.